This is Biggie, and you're listening to the best of the new day. Feel the power on Spotify. It's a new day. Yes, it is. Welcome to the greatest podcast of all time, which is entitled The New Day. Feel the power. Wow. You feel that? Yeah, thank you. Thank you, guys. Who you is? Who you is? Woods? Ladies and gentlemen. I am Xavier Woods. And I am Big E. And I am Kofi Kingston. We want to say thank you, first of all, for listening to today's podcast. Welcome. Do we explain, by the way, why we, why we changed the intro? Uh, I think last time, but we can re-explain it because now there's a week in the middle where we didn't do it. So That's essentially, if, if I hit the... That, see how that sounds? Apparently not well. So we switched it up and we realized it might be a tonality issue. Mm-hmm. So we said if we drop it a couple of octaves, then hit a slight crescendo on it, then we might be onto something. This episode is brought to you by Anytime Fitness. We're not all professional athletes, but we all have health goals. That's why Anytime Fitness gives you access to personalized plans and support from a coach. Plus, you can track your training, nutrition, and recovery progress with the Anytime Fitness app, just like the pros. With 24-7 access to more than 5,000 gyms worldwide, get more from your gym membership. Visit anytimefitness.com to try it for free today. Terms, conditions, restrictions, all apply. See website for details. This episode is brought to you by Atlassian. Atlassian software like Jira, Confluence, and Trello help power global collaboration for all teams so they can accomplish everything that's impossible alone. Because individually, we're great, but together, we're so much better. Learn how to unleash the potential of your team at Atlassian.com, A-T-L-A-S-S-I-A-N.com, Atlassian. Tap the banner or visit this episode's page to learn more. We're going to go back in a time, way back, to a time when uh, we weren't even the new day. A time when the thing that brought us together was our on-screen chemistry in the times of the WWE app. Mm. There was a thing called the second screen during this glorious Mm. time. Second screen. I forgot forgot the name of it. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. Second screen. What you could do is watch the second screen, which is your phone, during the commercials, and you could still see what's going on in the ring. Um, But then sometimes... If there wasn't a match, they would do interviews in the back with people, just like impromptu things. So there was like a set set up. So it was like a, your little experience. So you're definitely yeah. using your device. Because you and like so, wrestling so much that not yeah, only during the commercial you break, you don't yeah. want to take a break. You don't want to take a break. You hate a break. So you pull out your phone and you start watching stuff on your second screen until they come back. Because that's how much you love wrestling. Yes. Give something to the people, to the real fan, the yeah. real ones out there. Exactly. You know, second screen for the real if, ones. If y'all go hold it down, we're not going to give you one but two screens. <laughs> and so uh, I think I had come up with R-Truth and debuted uh, for a second time as R-Truth's uh, young friend. Hell of a debut. Man. What a debut. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
<laughs> one of one of the worst. Um, but uh, I eventually I was, I was fighting with Brodus Clay that fizzled out and we didn't do anything. And I was just kind of hanging up. Oh, stop it! Uh oh! <laughs> you gotta tell the people. Hello. Hello, Danielle. No. Hi. In case you're listening to this audio <laughs> podcast, we have Danielle Fischel, uh, who is uh, played Topanga and Woods' uh, probably greatest love of his life. Hello, um, so this is, this is a big hey. moment for him, and this was a surprise. A so big it was surprise. a surprise. Yeah, it was a surprise. How's it going? <laughs> it's going pretty well. How you doing? How's your Achilles? I'm good. It's it's getting better. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's a oh, tough injury. It it is it is. Uh, but you know rehab and all that. It's been uh, it's been working well. I'm I'm yeah. running now, which is a, which is a plus. So wow. uh, we're almost ready. Wait, how was the first time you ran? Were you so nervous? Oh, terrifying! Terrifying. Yeah. But uh, it was because I was chasing my son around, and then I realized, oh my god, I'm running. And so, well, that's good. So it wasn't like a planned thing. You didn't like hop no. on the treadmill to go for a run. You just no. ran after your kid. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And then I realized it didn't hurt. It's like, okay, cool. I can do this now. Good. Glad uh, to hear it. How How are you doing? What's uh, What's What's <laughs> What's new with you? Oh, not much. I'm in my I'm in my closet because it's the only place I could really find some quiet time, <laughs> some quiet quiet spot. I've got a a nine and a half month old. Mm-hmm. So, Congrats. Uh, Congrats. it's really, it's really fun, but, um, you know, my, I think it's actually a, a blessing in this quarantine to have a kid because you're forced to stay on a schedule. Like you don't just get to, you know, your day really isn't your own, your days circle around what they're doing. Um, and then with that said, there have been a couple times I thought, oh man, to be childless and to have all this downtime, think of the sleep I would get, the shows <laughs> I would watch, the books I would read. Um, but it's been great. Yeah, that sounds about right. I, I'm in the same exact boat. Like we were uh, supposed to start this podcast. I think we, so we shot an episode before and it was supposed to start at like one o'clock. The email said one o'clock promptly. I said, promptly? No, I got, I got kids. Well, I'll get there at one o'clock-ish. You know, exactly. We'll see, we'll That's see about every, the rest. Anytime somebody says, well, what time works for you today? And I go, mm in a perfect world somewhere between here and here could work but yeah. at any point in time i may have to drop out yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh i'm 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 recovering i'm recovering i'm good this is yes. good this is a big moment for you it's this it's big it's big so uh for those of you who who are listening to this uh so daniel fischel uh someone who i admire very much Thank uh you. Big fan of, of all of her work. Uh, she popped onto the podcast and has surprised us here. Um, but thank you for having me. Last time I saw you, I think I was catching a pancake you threw at me. Yes, <laughs> yes, I was very excited about it. So that, <laughs> that night, so I saw that you went to a PWG show uh-huh. like a year or so before, and uh, we were we were dressed because we'd done everything for our match. Uh, and I was coming around the corner to kind of go up into Gorilla to get ready, and I saw you were at the set. And I, yeah. I legit had to, I don't know, I don't, this is probably going to sound very weird. So I couldn't come up and just say hi to you. I had to leave and why? like co- collect, I had to like collect myself. Oh, go collect yourself. Okay, guys, yeah. you wanted to present like a, like a real calm, calm. Yeah. Yeah. Like just cool, collected <laughs> and everything. Cause I'm sure this is not the first time that this has happened to you. Someone just losing their mind. Is it like in your presence? And so I had to go, I had to walk away and then came back and just, hey, how's it going? You know? Yeah, you were really chill. I never in a million years would have known. <laughs> you were just like, hey, how are you? Can, 
can we take a picture? I was like, sure. And, and I'm pretty sure uh, I, I sent everyone that I know in my phone that picture. Like, <laughs> I finally oh, yeah. met her. I finally <laughs> met her. <laughs> I remember that day, dude, because uh, like you're not so there, there's very few people in this world that you like get nervous around and get nervous even like talking about. So it was very, it was, it was cute. You know, it was real cute. Like, so nice. like oh, she's in the crowd. Oh my gosh. And just like seeing like your, <laughs> like your mannerisms and like your legit like pacing. I'm like, bro, like we've been in like WrestleMania matches. Yeah, and just, like, completely <laughs> but now here we are and you're like legit pacing just to like, you know. So I'm like, man, this is a huge, huge moment. So when they said that we were going to have uh, you on the show, then, yo, this was going to be a surprise for Woods. Like I know me and you were just kind of like chomping at the bits for this exact reaction. I know people on the podcast can't see Woods' like his posture right now, but he's very like, <laughs> his shoulders are down and he's like humble and like, just it's great this is what it's all about well you know what's funny is that a lot of times when you get asked to do something and they say it's going to be a surprise it's usually not really a surprise it's like the people know about it it's a little staged and phony and and I thought what are the odds and then when we had to do a zoom test earlier today and they were like and it can't be when Xavier's there because it's a real I was like oh it's a real surprise (laughs) so it was not it was good that when I signed on and I saw your reaction that it really was a surprise 100% and I'm mad at y'all for not telling me. Yeah, no, no, we couldn't. <laughs> we couldn't it. It's a great secret. I was legit looking through this whole like setup for, oh, we're gonna talk about these vignettes that we did and then all of this stuff. I've got like things in my head, like we can transition from here and go to there. Like, yeah, thanks. Thanks guys. So of course. And, and then, secondly, secondly, I hope y'all got some things to ask because I have a million things to say, but. Well, this is for you. I mean, I, I grew up, I will say I love Boy Meets World as like, I think pretty much everyone our age did as well. So this is big for, I don't want to like, oh, I don't care, but this is for just Woods. It's not that at all. This is huge for me too. But obviously Woods owns a shirt and it's the entirety of the shirt is your face. <laughs> so there's that too. He would walk around with that. Well, so like, in like not a creepy way. Not a creepy is way. Yeah, the, not at all. Is it the, <laughs> the shirt from when I cut my hair? Is it the, with the green tied up shirt? No. So here, hold on. It's another I can, one? I can find it. I bet if I just use the Google real quick. Um, I don't know. I don't know, honestly. There's a t-shirt. I'll, I'll find it later. Okay, we'll we'll talk about it later. Yeah. I, I, yeah. Okay. <laughs> so funny. I have uh, one of those shirts too. I don't. I don't wear it because it's weird. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but when I saw that a bunch of people had them, I was like, I should probably own one of those just so I have one too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. So okay. So. Of the things that you enjoy from uh, just just life in general, I've heard that you are into sneakers. Obviously, you have a fantastic collection here just behind you, uh, yeah. and I would I would love to have Kofi ask a question about the shoes that you have. I, I'm sitting there looking, and you can see me like crouching in. I'm like, <laughs> oh wait, we're on camera. I can't like be real real close, but yeah, I, can, I see you got some Air Maxes do, back there. Yeah, you got some I, these are my Wong. newest ones, the Melody oh Asani God. Cherry ones, and then oh these God. these are my. Oh. Favorites. These yes. also Melody. I was. This was a Christmas gift from my husband. I, you know, like everyone who's into sneakers, tried to get them when they dropped I, on the sneakers app and didn't yeah. get them, and was so bummed. And then my husband surprised me with them for Christmas, oh, so he got like man. major brownie what points. What a man! But, good man. 
these are some of the like this awesome blazers. Some of the, yeah, these are some of the blazers. These were the LA from um, when we had uh, the All Star game. LA All Star uh, edition. Yeah. Oh, so you connect. Oh, you connected. You you connected. Okay, you connected. You picked the right backdrop just to kind of flex a little bit. You could have picked anywhere in the house, anywhere in the closet. Even you picked right in front of the seats. I like this stuff. It's quiet. Style. It's quiet right here, and there's a window. I have good lighting. It's the perfect backdrop. <laughs> that is great. Oh my god. Yeah, wow. I love shoes. I love shoes. I mean, I love shoes. I love reading, uh, which is like super boring. Anytime someone's like, so what are you into? I'm like, books. They're like, that is a real dead end. We can't really engage on that a whole lot. It's like, what are, we can't sit and read together. Um, but yeah, because I'm not I'm not too big of a, of a TV watcher. I pick mm-hmm. and choose the things I watch really specifically. But yeah. What are you reading? Anything interesting? I just started reading Little Fires Everywhere. I heard it's um, watching that show. Oh really? Yeah, I'm a TV person, so yeah, that's that's me. Okay, is it good? Because that's seeing seeing the previews and stuff for it on TV is what made me want to read the book. I love the cast: uh, okay. Carrie Washington, uh, Reese Witherspoon. Yeah. I'm I'm into it. I'm a little underwhelmed because uh, I I love Reese and Big uh, was a Big Little Lies. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, and it's not quite that, but I'm still okay. I'm I'm invested. I'm in it. Okay, you're in it. How far how far into the series are you? Uh, I think I just watched episode six. And it's bingeable, right? It's on like Netflix or something? It just drops weekly. It's on Hulu. Oh, it is. Oh, so it is a week by week. Okay, that, yes. that changes things. Yeah, but it's still early, so I'm, I'm giving yeah. it time. You're giving it its full full chance. Yes. Is it mainly, mainly books for you to get through this whole uh, stay-at-home deal? Or are you video games... I haven't, I've pulled out the switch, but I haven't started. Everyone's into the Animal Crossing. Yes. Um, mm-hmm. I haven't started it yet, but I have been playing uh, the World Series of Poker, Texas Hold'em. Nice. On my phone. <laughs> yes. And so that's that's kind of where what I have been doing when I haven't wanted to read and I want to do something kind of mindless and fun. I've been playing poker and I'm driving my husband insane because I talk <laughs> to the people at the table as if they're in front of me. And so they like bet something and I'm like, oh, okay, go ahead. I've got three of a kind, but if you want, you know, if you're going to do it, that's totally fine. <laughs> and then they'll have like a flush or something. And I'm like, oh my, how did I not see that coming? Yeah. All day long, he's like, are you talking to me? Are you talking to me? I'm like, no, no. I'm talking to my phone. <laughs> Leave me alone. <laughs> so uh, your husband is super awesome. So we got to work with him. We did uh, Drop the Mic. Yes, I so, remember. Yes. Oh, such an interesting time in life. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Why was it interesting? It was interesting because we, we went up against SWV uh, because I think we were going to go up against, uh, I, I can't remember, I think like a country band. And they were like, oh, they got double booked, so they can't come. So we were like, oh, what if it's SWV? And then they actually got SWV. And, but then we forgot. SWV, like, they, they come from rap. Right. They, are, they are rappers, professional rappers. We are not. And so it was a bloodbath. <laughs> oh, I don't remember. It. I don't remember it being a bloodbath. I think if you were to watch it, have you watched it back ever? I can't. Oh, you can't really. Yes, it's too painful. They eviscerated us. It was, yeah, it was, they're singers, but they also understand hip hop. I feel like that, what we did there wasn't the issue for you. It was, we did a backstage segment uh, (laughs) with with Method Man and Woods told, it wasn't like a joke or what did you do? Oh, you sang, you did something and you expected like, there's a crowd there and like the, the expectation is they're all going to react or pop or the best thing with our group is oftentimes we'll tell bad jokes and no one else needs to react but we'll put it over the top so woods 
did whatever he did, and it was crickets. The the fans didn't laugh. We Kofi and I also weren't sure what was going on. So we didn't react either. So that's why he has a bit of a bad taste in his mouth. And it was so clever too. Like you used their lyrics against them and like yes. the, the, the retort that you had, it was really, really clever. And yes. just for and whatever just reason, it, totally it just didn't, it didn't hit. No it one didn't. no one understood it. But then when I said it, everyone was like, oh, well, yeah, yeah. And it's like, but no, that reaction that right after I say yeah. it. Yeah. And the, the problem, the biggest problem with this crowd is the, they're the crowd that's paid to be there to react to whatever you say. Yeah. Yeah. They really let you down. They really let you fall on your face in front of meth, which is like the worst. No one wants to fall on their face oh. in front of meth. Well, I didn't really fall on my face in front of meth. Kofi kind of fell on his face. I did. In front of meth, though. I did. It was bad. I figured it, you know, we'd have like a couple like rounds at it, you know, yeah. and and uh, as we're going through back and forth, like I'm the, I'm the caboose, I'm closing it out, you know? Yeah. So SWV hits their lines. Then E comes in, he hits his lines. Woods comes in, he hits his bars. You know, they're all doing their thing. And then it comes down to me. I'm like, well, all right, here we go. And they have like a live, like freestyle beatboxer who's supposed to go yeah. to like, they change the beat and the, the, the cadence to match me, but I'm changing and oh, it was really bad. And they, you know, we had to, we had to reshoot the whole thing and, and met them and cut everybody off and say, Kofi, you got to get your <laughs> together, you know? <laughs> man, and I'm a, I'm a big Method Man fan. I yeah. got all his albums. I, I came up on Meth. It was embarrassing. I embarrassed myself. In front of well, it Completely. was a great time. Like, everybody was so chill and so nice. Like, it was, like, overall, like, it was, like, an incredible experience. Yeah. Uh, so I did it, too. I did an episode of it, too, against Jonathan Lipnicki. Ooh. It was really fun. How'd you do? I won. Nice. Hey. nice. So I've got my drop the mic robe. Do you guys still have your robes? <laughs> yes, oh, robes I do. Got our uniform somewhere. Yeah. yeah. I I still have my robe and I have my my trophy on on a shelf downstairs in the house. <laughs> so you got bars. Okay, it's good to know. You got bars. So we should. So if we pick an opponent, you should not be on the list of opponents that we pick. We got. We got to set our bars a little low. I can't write. So my my thing is like I can kind I can rap as long as someone can write so if someone was willing to write me something I can do it I actually years ago in I think it was like 96 I did say what karaoke and I did Busta Rhymes give me some oh that was the song uh, that I did yeah. uh, and so yeah if I can use somebody else's words I got flow that's a good yeah. so you can go like that like a fa- like a fast flow too that's a yeah that's a well, I don't know if you that- can tell by the way I talk but I talk like the micro machine guy so. <laughs> <laughs> it's not Speaking of mixtape coming out, (laughs) you you were in a short film, uh, like a Childish Gambino, Donald Glover short film that I loved, and it was just like you come out of nowhere, and it just blew my mind. I I love uh, and Woods and I both love Donald Glover. Uh, He's so great. Yeah. Yeah, we've known each other for a long time. And he I remember when he asked me to do it, I was like, well, what am I doing? And he was like, not sure yet. I just know that I want it to, you know, it's kind of like a dream sequence. I want it to feel dreamy and whatever. And I was like, okay. And then I got there and he was like, we're going to be picking lemons. <laughs> I was like, okay, <laughs> cool. <laughs> Sounds good. It was a fun cameo. Uh, yeah. Well, um, God, just on the fact that you have so many things going on still currently. So like you sent me some of your uh, your hair care stuff. Yes. Talk that a little bit. Yeah. So I started Business. a hair care line when I was pregnant called Be Free by Danielle Fischel. It's for women and men. Um, it looks feminine. And of course, I'm a woman. So I direct most of the 
marketing toward women just because that's what speaks to me, but it is for men and women. Um, and there's no sulfates or phthalates. It's uh, curly girl approved. I have curly hair when I don't blow dry my hair. Um, it's cruelty free. It's made in the US. It's um, free from all harsh chemicals. It's fragrance free as well. So there's nothing like hidden in it. There is a scent though. Uh, fragrance and scent are different. So it's scented with essential oils. So it's still natural. And yeah, we have a shampoo, a conditioner, and a scalp refresh. And the scalp refresh is incredible for hair growth and also for like an itchy or flaky scalp. Um, it's kind of like the secret weapon of the three products. People who have dealt with scalp issues or dandruff write to me all the time and say, thank you. Like I've been looking for something to cure my flaky scalp and nothing has worked and this is working. So it's the thing I'm probably the most proud of. Nice, nice. What uh, what sparked you getting into that? Well, really it was, it was my pregnancy. I was before I got pregnant, I was kind of like ignorance is bliss. As long as I liked my products, I didn't really care what was in them. Don't like, I don't need to know. And then I went to that first doctor's appointment where you hear the heartbeat. And I was like, oh my gosh, everything I'm eating, everything I'm drinking, everything I'm using on my skin and in my hair is not just being filtered through my body, but now this baby's as well. And so I went home and I, I scanned my beauty routine with an app called Think Dirty. And it basically tells you how dirty or clean your products are. Mm. And I found that a lot of my makeup was mostly already pretty natural and clean, but my hair care was terrible. It was like an eight or a nine out of 10, 10 being the worst possible. And so I just kind of asked around, like assuming my friends who had had kids or were really health conscious would have a product that they loved. And without exception, every single one of them said, I either haven't found anything that I like, so I'm still using the bad stuff, or I'll tell you what I'm using, but, and it's natural, but it's not good. And I don't like it. And, um, so I started doing my own research and I thought, okay, if I'm having a hard time finding it, other people are having a hard time finding it too. And so I will just create it. And that's kind of what sparked the line. To help pass the time, um, since we've been in this quarantine situation, I don't know if you guys, you know, my husband is Jensen Carp, you guys know from Drop the Mic, but he was uh, basically let go from his job as a, he is on local radio here in LA on K-Rock. He was on um, Kevin in the Morning with Jensen, Jensen and Allie, and they let them go on day two of the pandemic. And so all of a sudden he went from getting up at four o'clock in the morning and being on the radio all through the morning to being home all day long. And uh, he's he's doing a new a new, a new podcast actually that I want to talk to you guys about. We may want to have you on. Yes. Um, but he woke up one day and he was like, I had a dream that we started a trivia game show where we gave away gifts from our house. And I was like, oh. well, why don't we do that? And so yeah. we have now started a, an Instagram live three night a week, socially distant trivia game show where we do, we invite people to join our lives. We ask them trivia questions. And if they get the questions right, we send them an item we found from around our house. So we have, <laughs> we have, we have given away a crock pot we have given away a partially used Red Robin gift card that still had $66 on it. Oh, okay, nice. We gave away a wedding frame we were given at our wedding. <laughs> a picture frame we were given at our wedding. Uh, yeah, we've given away, we gave away um, an autograph to Panga Funko. So sometimes they're like really good. Good stuff, yeah. Um, and other times they're just items we found around the house, but it's a really fun show. Yeah. I can just imagine people just clamoring to get on like, I got the answer. I want to answer the questions. They do. We will have sometimes like 850 people requesting to join the live. And so we just like scroll through and randomly stop on somebody. And, yeah. um, 
yeah, it's been really fun. So uh, do you let them pick from like a couple of things or do you just grab something and mail them something that red random? No, we, we start off the show with the four items we're going to give away. And before we invite people into the live, we tell them what they're, what they're competing for. So like gotcha. a couple of days ago, we gave away a dust daddy, one of those <laughs> attachments you attach to your vacuum to like vacuum up in small spaces. Um, and so, you know, but surprisingly people were into the dust daddy. Jensen was like, this is the worst prize we've ever given away. I'm embarrassed <laughs> to give it away. And I was like, people are going to love it. I love mine. People yeah. are going to love it. And sure enough, people were really excited about it. <laughs> <laughs> it, is, it is a good way to get, get, uh, get rid of stuff that you don't need anymore too. Listen, if it were up to me, I'd live in an empty house other than shoes. So, so I, I've just, just taken this on and I've been like, Jensen, you should give away some of your shirts. <laughs> yeah. It's like he, he's a very minimalist lifestyle. Right yeah. on my alley. Yeah. So since we uh, we do talk about wrestling a, a touch on this podcast, I feel yeah. like I'd be remiss to not ask you about it a little bit. So um, so you are clearly a wrestling fan. I am. Um, do you have a favorite wrestler, a favorite era, favorite things oh, going on man. right now? Okay, well, I originally got into wrestling when we did Boy Meets World. We had uh, Mick Foley was a guest Mm -hmm. star on Boy Meets World a couple of times. And obviously we had Vader, who was on our show a few times. Yeah. Rest in peace, Vader. And uh, so I knew a little bit about wrestling. Some of the writers were really into wrestling. Mark Blutman um, is one of those people who still actually works in wrestling. And um, I was into it a little bit then. And then after Boy Meets World ended or toward the end of it, I dated someone who was very into wrestling. And I was like, sure, let's, let's go. And so we went to WrestleMania together. We went to raw and I, it was during the time of the rock and I was just a diehard rock fan. He's the, actually the only reason I know how to raise an eyebrow because I couldn't do it at the time. And I remember just someone told me, no, if you want to teach yourself how to raise one eyebrow, you have to just stare at yourself in the mirror and tell that eyebrow to raise. And I was like, well, that sounds ridiculous, but I did it anyway. And so every morning I would just look at myself for minutes at a time and I would go left eyebrow raise and then both eyebrows would raise I'd be like no left (laughs) eyebrow until I was able to get my eyebrow to raise and so anyway I was a diehard rock fan and I still am a huge the rock fan um but then Jensen and I got together years years later and he started taking me to PWG I'm also I watched over Wrestlemania weekend the Firefly Funhouse which was Mm -hmm. really interesting um I, I like, I kind of like the stuff that, that had to be done over WrestleMania weekend because of the, the quarantine. It was, yeah. it brought it to a new, interesting place. As someone who comes from the world of television, do you think that wrestling matches with that more cinematic aspect have a, essentially a different type of, of half-life? So does that make someone uh, like you who watches wrestling a little bit more excited when you see things like this being uh, attempted? It really did. I can honestly say I went into it thinking, oh, God, what is this going to be like? What is this going to be like? And then I was actually really impressed. And I was like, you know what? This I'm totally invested. I'm I'm excited to see now what this does. It felt like it opened up a new door and it opened up all kinds of possibilities. And um, yeah, I, I I'm much more excited to watch knowing that those things are happening now, to be honest. It's good to know because that's the kind of stuff that we're very into. <laughs> you should, I push it. Keep going. Do not stop. And like, listen, my husband is one of these people who is extremely creative and always on the forefront of what's coming next. And those people sometimes get shut down because 
you know, other people are, are a few steps behind and they want to wait to join what's new until it's what's popular. And so if you guys are on the forefront of what is new, just keep, just keep insisting, keep insisting because it makes it so much more interesting for the fans. It makes it fun for us. We want to root for you. We want to watch you and we need something innovative. So keep at it guys. We got you. We got you. (laughs) uh, We don't want to take up too much of your time. So uh, thank you so much for being on. Thank you so much for having me. This was really fun. And I'm going to ask you guys to come on and do my husband's, uh, my husband's podcast too. It's uh, called the no sports podcast. And so it's, what are we, what are all of these athletes doing (laughs) with their downtime? And so we want to hear from you guys. hundred percent. in. Uh, is there anything else that you have going on that you want to tell people about before we uh, let you go? Nope. Just quarantine, which we do Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at 7 p.m. Uh, West, 10 p.m. East. And uh, be free by com for your hair care. Perfect. Beautiful. Now, can they find you on socials, Twitter, Instagram? Oh, yeah. At Daniel Fischel. I'm at Daniel Fischel everywhere. Perfect. Awesome. Thanks, uh, guys. Thank you so thank much you. for, for being on. Hey. Oh, Bye. Yeah. Bye. A round of applause. Yeah. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Want to be more active this summer? Sierra helps you save on everything from swimsuits to stand-up paddle boards, tennis rackets to fishing tackle. And if that doesn't float your boat, we also have pool floats. Sierra, let's get moving to your local store, like now. Go! When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So before I was so uh, rudely interrupted, <laughs> how dare you, <laughs> by the queen, by the queen herself, Danielle Fischel, we were explaining um, that essentially on the second screen, the WWE app, you could watch stuff uh, during the commercial breaks on your phone. Sometimes those would be matches. If there was no match on, there'd be like a little interview segments, uh, or there would be me hosting this show because I was begging to be on some form of WWE television to try to create something. And so... I would go to TV, not have a match, ask to do this, I would host, and I would just do these little dumb skits every once in a while. And eventually I asked E to be in one. And I, cause it was, um, they're talking about, was it something with Big Show? And we were talking, doing something with Big Show promos. And so we did the Big Show, Big Boss Man promo. And so it's essentially what's happening in this angle between Big Show and Big Boss Man <laughs> is Big Show is like talking, doing a eulogy at his dad's funeral or something. And Big Boss Man hooks a, a, a chain to the dad's casket and then drives away with the casket. Big Show chases it, jumps on the casket while it's going away, and then he falls off the casket. And then so whenever Big Show would be upset, Big Boss Man would go, wah, wah, my daddy, wah, wah, my daddy. And, and it was like, like the funniest thing on this planet to me. And I just thought, oh my God, 
they really did this. And so I asked E if he would be Big Show standing there. And I dressed up as a, as a, in a cop outfit and just yelled, wham, wham, my daddy, wham, my daddy. And, and Big E is Big Show. And that was our first, um, like, New Day, like, app theater, essentially. And then we did one with E as Goldberg. And so I was the security and E was Goldberg because then E wasn't doing anything. And then we kind of started talking about New Day stuff and we got Kofi involved. And so it became app theater. And we did stuff as like Stardust and Gold Dust. We did stuff where uh, we were dressed up as like characters from Saw. But there was always like some form of like making fun of someone on the current roster or like literally trying to recreate an old promo. And then they turned it into just us being weird. But all of the app theater stuff would essentially end with us going, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I forgot thank about you. that. <laughs> we just bow and say thank you at the wrong times. And that's literally what, uh, what allowed us to be comfortable and have this chemistry as you see us on TV today, because we did this for like six, eight months, just where right. we get to do stupid skits that no one wrote for us. We just got to do stuff that we wanted to do from our own minds. And um, the one of my favorites, one of my favorites is... I don't remember how this came up, but it was years, it was like a year or two before this, I feel like, we found out that Kofi could do the whole monologue from, uh, <laughs> from Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, the yeah. fizzy lifting drink. And so yeah. we did something where Kofi dressed as, uh, was this when we were making fun Ooh. of League of Nations? It might no. have been. Was it? I think it may have been. I think it was before that. Wasn't it before It was, that? okay. It may so. have been. I feel like you were wearing a, gr a green something. You were. He was wearing something weird. Oh, we got to go back. I wish I had yeah. watched that before we talked about this. But yeah, that's one of like the, I think <laughs> the greatest benefits of uh, doing this app theater thing is like now I have that speech like memorized, locked down, like at any given time. Wrong, <laughs> sir. Wrong. Under Section 37B of the contract signed by him, it states quite clearly that all offers shall become null and void if, and you can read it for yourself in this photostatic copy, I, the undersigned, hereby forfeit all rights, privileges, and licenses here and here and contained, et cetera, et cetera. Fax mentis and sentium gloria, cultum, et cetera, et cetera. Memo bis punitor delicatum. It's all there, black and white, clear as crystal. You stole fizzy lifting drinks. You bumped into the ceiling, which now has to be washed and sterilized, so you get nothing. You lose. Good day, sir. I said good day. <laughs> oh, <laughs> and so we found out Kofi could do that. And I want to say that we we wanted to film something, but we didn't have an idea for anything. And I think it was like, well, why don't why don't you just do the fizzy lifting drink thing? And we're like, oh, yeah, yeah, sure. <laughs> and that's how we would kind of do stuff. Um, we got to the point where, oh, oh, we did the Heidenreich parodies where he yeah. would be. Say, say the creepy poems to Michael Cole. Yeah, I played Heidenreich, but I who did we who played Cole? I don't I remember. I don't think I was. I think I was in the Heidenreich one because we would like do this. Like some, sometimes one of us would have a match. This was before we were like a thing. So one of us would have a match, you know, and then the other two would be working, you know, doing this kind of stuff. So I think like the big boss man one, the Goldberg one, I wasn't in either. No, right? Yeah, no, right. Yeah. So it was just kind of like who was available. Let's record at theater, and then we figure. You know what I'm saying? Like in between like, you know, dark matches or matches that we had on the show, we would just knock these things out, which to me is like what made it that much more impressive because it's very easy to go to TV and especially if you're not doing anything to just not do anything all day, you know, but then to have stuff to do and still shoot these, you know, and I don't like to pat our, you know, selves on the back, but like, come on, man. 
<laughs> that's so, that's something special, man. That's you talk about wants it, you know? Yeah. It was great. Well, you had actually made something of yourself. You were doing things like you were if you hung it up then, you'd still be a Hall of Famer. Uh, but yeah, yeah. But Woods and I I like I think we just still had that burning desire and like Woods probably even more so cuz I think at the time I'd at least done the stuff with Dolph. I think I'd had the IC title and dropped it by then. But I had like, I've done a couple things, but I still felt like, man, I feel like I have so much more to give than this. So I don't even know, there wasn't even like, oh, we'll create these skits and we'll be able to create characters and run with them. But I think it was just a good creative exercise that like Woods, obviously you were the reason behind it. You spearheaded it. And you know, for years I just wanted to be serious, but I think it allowed me, like, I just really wanted to show personality and I was just trying to find different avenues of doing it. I was doing these little videos for Instagram before then, like 15 seconds video, 15, yeah, about 15 second videos. Uh, and I was just trying to show that I had more to offer. So it was just a good way for us to demonstrate that we have personalities and and just to work on that creative side. And I agree with, with uh, what Austin said completely. That's That helped us so much to gain that chemistry. And uh, I don't, there was no, it's so bizarre because we're just, <laughs> We're not doing anything that's really on paper that productive. Right. Like, what are you doing that could be put on screen on actual WWE programming, but it also kept us from going insane? It's like just getting those reps in, though, you know? And the thing about it, too, is that um, <laughs> I'm trying to find a, 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 like a nice way to say this, but obviously, like, when you're on a show, you have certain, like, points that you have to hit. So uh, if someone's writing a promo for you, you're sometimes like you're handcuffed by that promo because you, it's not your creative idea, but you have to put your own like creative spin on it and say these words or, you know, get this point across in the way that I'm being told to do it with app theater. It was just us. It was our creative mind, like us bouncing off of each other and really like, you know, just realizing that, you know, fostering that chemistry that we had, you know, um, I, yeah, it was just such a unique experience, especially like being up there, man. You know, it just when you don't have those handcuffs on, it's just so liberating. So, you know, while you're saying to you like, oh, you would have had this Hall of Fame career anyway. At the same time, like I wasn't like motivated. I wasn't like fulfilled. But then being able to do that kind of stuff with you guys, it was a whole new life. And I'm like, oh, my God, like I love coming to work. You know, this is. Yeah, I, I might have a match like on on Raw or SmackDown, but what about this app theater? This is what I, this is what I want to get. This is what I want to get down. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it was great, man. It was great. Kofi, you were having matches on the shows. Uh, e, you had had the IC title. For me, when you say it, it is easy to go to TV and just kind of like do nothing, like for me, I feel like throughout my wrestling career, uh, like I've I've been seen a certain way, and so the only thing that I knew how to do was enter new place get shut down X amount of times. Now I have to figure out how to have productive fun at work. So like for me, it was always like, I need to do something so I feel like I'm actually contributing something, but I need it to be fun. And since I'm, I'm not figured in, I need to control it. And so this is the only way that I can experience pleasure while at work, you know? And so, so for me, like you guys coming on and, and doing them with me, like it, it saved the hell out of me because now I have like people to talk to while I'm doing this because for so long, like it was me and Breeze and then I got called up and then it was just me and I didn't have anybody to like, to do this with because I wasn't booked on the show. I, I had nothing to do. I could just eat catering and then get back in the car and fly back home. And so like being able to do this with you guys, like not only like saved my, my career essentially, but saved my, my mental health. Well, I will disagree with one point. There are other ways to find pleasure at the show. 
Okay. <laughs> just, All right. Oh I thought you god. had something real to say. Oh my god! I thought you were gonna. Oh I just got. I just got very he's real. He's getting emotional. I just got he's very teary-eyed. real with you. He's having to stop and pause to like compose himself. <laughs> I just got very <laughs> real with you. I came to derail all that. And that oh no! I just. I, we're, we're we're playing tennis. I just hit you a nice easy ball, and he just knocked it over the fence for no reason. He didn't want to play the game. All right. All right. Well. Oh man. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Let us not forget, though, so this is not in the uh, second screen era. This is not app theater era. But let us not forget the Mix Match Challenge. Oh, yes. The, the videos oh, we wow. shot yeah. were some of uh, <laughs> the, the most fun I've had in WWE ever. And so this was, what, two, three years ago? At least a couple years ago. Yeah. To me, it's 10. I have no idea. <laughs> you have no concept of time. But I got paired with Carmella, and uh, it was incredible. She was the best. She was down to do whatever creatively. And I think, Woods, I think you had a lot of the ideas. And I don't remember exactly how we decided to come up with everything, but I will, I'll remember one of the most ridiculous things we've ever done on screen, off screen, <laughs> is the pet dance party. Heck. Dance party. It's the most ridiculous thing. So we did other stuff. Uh, that I, so we went to Mosley's house. Mosley, we had a show in South Carolina, I believe. And mm-hmm. Mosley lives in South Carolina. We went to his house. And at one point, I remember all of us in <laughs> our leotards. We all got black leotards. And we're, I remember him, I think he's in his truck yeah. filming us as we're running in the middle of the street mm-hmm. in these black leotards in a residential oh, neighborhood. Residential like two o'clock. <laughs> Yeah, and two in the afternoon, and I, I'm pretty sure didn't he get in trouble? Didn't he yeah, get a letter he did. or a call from his, from, from, his homeowners, from his homeowners association? They changed a rule about the how high your pants can be because we were just wearing the leotards with no legs on them. No so legs. he said you can't be outside working out if your shorts don't uh, go past like your fingertips or whatever. Because of us, yes, you would, right. you would think that'd be like a woman uh, who no. would be the reason for that. Nope, just us. Trendsetters. Uh, yes, that's us. Uh, but it was, I think the premise was something like she was teaching us, we were teaching her to dance and then she taught us to classically dance. So we did the first video was her doing the Rocky training montage, eating pancakes. Yes. So like right, doing right. the push-ups and stuff. And so then the whole idea was, hey, I did something to gain y'all's trust and respect. Now you have to do something to gain mine. So I'm going to teach you this dance. And then we just do a bunch of our dances. And she's like, you're not listening. You don't even care about this. So then we feel bad. So we go and train Rocky montage style to learn her dance. And then we do the dance for her at the dance studio that we found in the gym. Yes, which was, <laughs> I thought was great. Uh, so but great. I love that one. And in but- depth too, man. Like that was like, you know, like four different locations. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like right, not for nothing right. over like the period of like two weeks, we shot at a gym in between workouts. We shot at Mosley's place. We shot before a show and after this, you know what I'm saying? Like yes. that was a production, dude. Yeah, and no one required us to do credits. this. No, no one told this, us to do this. This is not like a thing we had to do. We just wanted to have fun with it and make it as good as possible. Yeah. Um, but the peck dance party one was by far <laughs> the most ridiculous. Ew, man, <laughs> okay, let, let's go. Let's go ahead and talk about this. So, so my chest. We've we, we've gotten into it a little bit over the uh, the this course of the podcast. But let's talk about it. My, I have no inner chest whatsoever. I don't know what it is. I don't know why. I have no idea. It's always been like that. We used to wear tank tops way back in the day. My nipples used to hang out the side. I didn't know why. And then when my chest <laughs> developed, it was a thing. Everybody back, man, we talked about it at the WrestleMania 14 when everyone was wearing like their, their white tank tops. We all wore them to the show. My nipples were hanging out the side at WrestleMania 14. I didn't know why. Okay. So then I become a man and my muscles develop 
and my chest develops only on the outside, only on the outside, not on the inside, <laughs> all sternum, all sternum. It's just the way it is, okay? There's people that ask me all the time, Kofi, what's wrong with your chest? What's, something, what's going on with your chest? If you look up Kofi Kingston in uh, Google, the second or third thing that pops up is Kofi <laughs> Kingston chest. That's the most So people want to know what's going on. I don't know. I don't know. It just is what it is, you know? So this whole pet dance party, the whole premise was based on the fact that uh, Woods and E have normal pectorals um, and, and I do not. So <laughs> I walk into a room and you guys are having this party with your shirts off and you're dancing your pecs. I can't even, if I, if, if I do it, it's, it's weird looking, you know, I get it, you know, but I come in and all of a sudden I'm like horrified. I'm like, Oh, I gotta go. And you guys like force me to like try to dance my pecs. <laughs> and then I start to try to do them. And you guys are looking at me with the most disgusted faces on. I'm like, oh, and I go right out of the room and I have this. <laughs> <laughs> I have to figure out a way. If oh only there was a way that I could have a chest like Woods and E so I could also enjoy and partake in the pleasures of the pet dance party. If there was only a way. And Carmela was the one who came through and, you know, she, she helped me get a chest and gave me some recommendations. But even like that part of the skip, when we, we shot that in a hotel on our yes. off time. You know, randomly in a random hotel, making all kinds of noise, us running up and down the hotels. So eventually I run into the hotel room and I'm just like crying because my chest is just not up to snuff. And Carmela comes out of the closet. I'm like, well, how did, how did you get in here? <laughs> I'm telling her about my pet problems. And then she gives me like this disgusting look. And she's like, oh my God, this is even worse than I thought. I've never seen anything like this. What the, f you know, like what's going on? So anyway, you know, ends up being, uh, we, we ended up stuffing my shirt. No, I, I laid down on the, uh, on the, uh, the table. The table the for surgery. And the we surgery. had surgery. Yes. <laughs> so when, once you finish this, I'm going to explain the, the thought process of why it was like this. Yeah. So then I had the surgery and then eventually I had a full chest, you know, to on, on par with you two. And then I partook in the peck dance party and we all got up in there and we all danced together. And Carmelo was the one who brought it all together and, and, and helped me get the chest that I always wanted, the chest that I should have had, the chest that mother nature robbed me of, you know? And it was great. It didn't make sense, but we did it, you know? And so the reason this sounds so strange and it sounds like 17 different videos is because it was supposed to be. But then we realized that we only had X amount of weeks for the mix match challenge to go on. And we didn't know if they would be advancing. We didn't know if they would be, uh, you know, still, still a thing in the next like three weeks. And so we had the idea we wanted to do the biggie, 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 uh, can't you see? So like we wanted to do hypnotize because his name is Biggie and Carmela, like she can get like the hip hop thing going. But we were like, wait, we have to have a reason for the song to be played. And so we were trying to get a reason. And um, I think what, did, did she hypnotize you? Or were you, hip or, the, or like the pecs were hypnotizing? Something in the video was referencing hypnotize. So, oh, one more chance. Sorry, never mind, never mind. One more chance. One more chance, one more chance. Because we wanted one more chance. And so oh, the, yeah, there we, we go. lost, right? Yes, yes. We to wanted one, one more chance. Because there was, a, there was an option to, like, you could vote back in. a yes. team back in? Yes, That's what it was. Yes. So instead of putting the videos out, like, the one by one, we were like, okay, well, we have to put them all together because it's you only have one more shot. And so we did the peck dance video and we bled that into one more chance because they wanted one more chance. But Kofi also in the video wanted one more chance to have the peck party. <laughs> and so there's like these layered meanings in these videos <laughs> and they just turn into like these five minute things that like, like he said, no one's asking us to do this. 
No one's even, not even a sniff of it. And, and when they would ask us to do them, we'd be like, no, we're already doing something else. Yeah. <laughs> We've already got Isn't these it? three weeks filmed. I think so. What, I, I was on the operating table, right? And then I died on the table. And was it E that was the surgeon? I think I was a surgeon with a and plastic. And then when like, I died no, on I the, the table, oh, you were the doctor. Oh, yeah, and you, were, and you yes. wanted one more chance. So it was like oh, triple yeah. entendre, <laughs> you know? Like you wanted another chance to do the surgery. And, oh, it was great, man. Okay, so I, I screamed, give me one more chance, and then it went yeah. to the music video. Okay, all right, all right. <laughs> this all sounds so dumb. It's so dumb. It, it but does. for it's us, so it was dumb. the funniest shooting it. I was gut busted. That's how funny it was to me. And watching it, I thought it was hilarious. But talking about it now, like, yeah, we're, we're idiots. We're so this is so dumb. We're so dumb. But the only reason that it sounds dumb is because we don't remember the actual logical progression to get there. Because the logical progression, where we ended up, made sense to us at that point in time. Yeah. Yeah. Because of all of the things that are going on. But then when you look at it, like, like when someone goes, oh, what's the new day? Oh, it's like three black guys that Lisa Frank threw up on. Yeah. You go, wait, what? And that's what you're confused by. But if you see it from the beginning, it's like, oh, 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 this makes sense. Pancakes. Yeah, I get it. Yeah. <laughs> I guess. I guess. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> maybe it's funny to us at the time, but maybe everyone always feels like this. Yeah, they don't. <laughs> and we think we're funny. Nobody tells us <laughs> we're so entertaining, man. We're different, you know. We think outside the box. We're the best, and everyone's just like, "What is the matter with these guys? Why are you, are you doing this?" Uh, after I don't remember if it was after or before. It was I guess it was before because uh, we did the uh, the stuff with the Dudleys and we did the Save the Tables promo. I love that stuff. Oh, Sarah McLaughlin music. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, how do, we, stupid. how do we put this whole video out? Like, oh, we could put it on my old YouTube. <laughs> it's not associated with anybody. Cool, let's do it. We can use copywritten music. Let's go. Oh, God. I think that's one of my favorite, like, just rivalries. Because, like, what, what, what a thing to be, like, hypocritical about as a, as a heel, you know? <laughs> how, can we be, how can we contradict ourselves here? Oh, the Dudleys like to put people through tables. So we'll say that you guys don't respect wood, and then we'll put them through a table. What are we talking about? What is that, dude? What is that? What is that? Just ridiculous off the walls, man. There was, uh, this isn't the vignette, but when we were wrestling them, the, the deal where we took the table and like tried to run up the ramp with it. Turtles started humping at the death end with the table and they just run away with it. Like, what is happening? <laughs> oh, God. I miss being uh, heels so much. I so, I so much. Talk about I know. It's rough. Uh, were we heels or baby faces when we screamed at JoJo for 17 minutes? Oh, uh, <laughs> we might have been in the in the turning phase. Yeah, you know what's messed up—the fact that we can't tell. Yeah, that's bad, yeah. right? Yeah, <laughs> but it's but good. We, we still denigrate uh, interviewers now as baby faces because they it's ask true. dumb questions, so they, yeah. they deserve it. Do your job, you know. <laughs> Do your job. Oh, <laughs> you Woods, Woods was yelling about Pangea, right? Oh, because oh, that little Dicky song had <laughs> just come out. Dicky, yep. <laughs> the brain song had just come out. Yeah. Oh, this girl don't know about Pangea. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we realized when we were done that we had gone 17 minutes and it would just be another, what, a couple of minutes to get 22 minutes. And that's the length of a half hour television show. So off the cuff, just screaming at Jojo, who was kind enough to let us scream at her for 22 minutes. Thank you, Jojo. 
We appreciate Thank that. Thank you, Jojo. <laughs> appreciate you, Jojo. <laughs> um, also, to all the things that we're talking about, we'll f- figure out a way to compile them, make like a playlist or something and put it on YouTube so you can um, see the ridiculousness. And the last one, one of my, one of my favorites, is the last one we'll talk about before we let everybody go, is one that we did with Saxton. Ooh. Where we were, just had the breakfast foods. Mm-hmm. Because that was like the start of us actually doing these types of things on TV. Right. So I think Saxon was was interviewing UE and you pulled up a plate with like sausage on it. Mm-hmm. And then it zoomed out, zoomed in to like the back of the room and I kind of poked my head out and I had a plate of bacon. <laughs> you don't remember this, E? And the I, grapes. I, and Kofi had grapes. Kofi had grapes, I rem- yeah. I remember it because when the wall, the walls are purple for some reason, yes. I remember. Yes, I don't remember the name. It's I think it's somewhere in the south. I'm, tra- I'm blanking on the building, but I, this building has a distinct backstage. Oh, mm-hmm. he had milk. But but I don't know why did we do this is my question. <laughs> why? I remember I it, but why did any of this happen? Because we wanted to force our way in. <laughs> and we said, well, if they just see us together enough, I mean, we're all related anyway, right? Uh, so they just see us together enough maybe we can be together actually on tv we enjoyed it that's the thing like looking back now it all sounds idiotic but we had a lot of fun with it we did enjoy it oh here it says uh, it was for intercontinental championship number one contenders battle royal that we were you were getting ready for that's what it was for okay i have no recollection so this was this yeah. so you were this was your training we were helping you train by eating with, with your milk and meat. sausages and yes grapes. sausage and bacon and grapes yes of course yeah, yes. oh, my bad. That's yeah. it. <laughs> See, the thing is, explaining it to you now, this thing that you had a huge hand in, you seem disgusted. I'm often disgusted with myself. <laughs> in the moment, I'm enjoying it. I'm cackling. It's the best thing ever. And then uh, with, with, with some hindsight, with some you know, time to sit back and reflect, I think, what is my problem? <laughs> <laughs> All right, well... Thank you guys for uh, for listening to us reminisce about these uh, vignettes we used to make. And we'll try to get as many of these as we mentioned out to you in some way, shape, or form. So you can check them out if you haven't seen them. Uh, you can check me out on the social medias at Xavier Woods PhD. Catch me on YouTube, up, up, down, down. Kofi. Catch me on Twitter at True Kofi. Catch me on Instagram at The True Kofi. And I'm at WWE Big E on Twitter and on Instagram, per usual. I don't need your pity follows. I don't. My IG is actually kind of horrible. It's real lazy, so there's really no need to follow me. And I only tweet like once every couple of weeks when I have something come to mind. Obviously, you're listening to this podcast right now, so that means you that you know where to get it. Hopefully, you have subscribed. Go ahead and subscribe. And make sure to tell your friends to subscribe. Tell them where they can get it. And they can get it wherever they listen to their podcast. If you're on an Apple podcast, give us that five-star review, please, because it helps your boys out when you search for it. Type in the new day, I feel the power, and you'll see the pink picture with the three black guys' faces on it. Go ahead, click and subscribe, because it helps us out. Thank you for listening. Thank you. And buy our T-shirt still. Buy our T-shirt. Oh, yeah, yeah, we got a T-shirt. T-shirt is still yeah. out. It's still out. Buy it. You know, podcast is a podcast. Podcast t-shirt. t-shirt. That's right. The mixtape, mm-hmm. looking yeah. like parental advisory. You know, but New Day Pod. You know what the one is. Look it up. Thank Bye. you. Bye. Bye. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank. Thank. Thank you. Thank. Thank you. Thank you. Thank. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs>